Hey, Wolfpack Nation. Thank you for joining in to Scott, Scott Woods, One Man Wolfpack. We got a very special guest today, uh, a guy that has given me a lot of buckets over my career. He has played uh, in the NBA multiple years. He's played overseas. Now he's with uh, Fenerbahce EuroLeague team, which is one of the best teams in Europe. Uh, I'd like to welcome Lorenzo Brown. Scott Wood, man. Thanks for having me on, bro. No, it's it's a blast. I, so so I I basically put out a tweet saying to 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 you know all Wolfpack Nation. I'm like, who who do you want to see on the show? And the the two people that kept coming back was Lorenzo Brown and Richard Howe. So yeah. So so it came down to the fans. You know, you got to give the fans what they want. So everybody wanted to yeah, hear from yeah. Lorenzo Brown. <laughs> it's good. I still have that love circulating around there, man. That's a special that's a special meaning for me right there. Yep. Hey, we we went to a Sweet Sixteen. I mean, I, I'm sure they're going to remember us for a little while. So that that's what matters. So let's kind of dive into it. What I ask everybody when I come on, just say, hey, just give us give us the follow up. So you're you after you leave NC State, kind of give us the rundown, the timeline of what all you've been doing since then. Oh man, it's been a a crazy and amazing journey for me, man. Um, when traded for the world, honestly. Uh, so after I left State. Uh, into the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the draft was an amazing experience. I was drafted 52nd by the Timberwolves. Uh, and uh, just been a lot of ups and downs, man. Was was cut from the Timberwolves that that season because, you know, as a second-round draft pick, you have to actually try out for the team still. Yeah. And I was cut uh, after the tryout and went to the D-League. And uh, – I was in the D league for the training camp and got a call from my agent and, uh, and I signed a deal with the 76 or the one year deal with those guys. So it was kind of like a blessing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I was got to be on a young team. They had a great, a great young team that year, but the team wasn't, you know, it's probably, they had the worst, we had the worst record in like NBA history or something like that, <laughs> but it was, it was still cool to like experience that whole NBA lifestyle, man. So Man, I was like, I was up and down in the NBA, man. I had a D League and NBA, and then D League NBA. So it was just kind of like a little wishy washy at first. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, played in China for like a year, mm-hmm. probably after at like three years after the NBA and D League stints. Played in China for like a, for a year and went back to the D League and uh, played with the 905 Raptors. Mm-hmm. Uh, that year, uh, I won uh, MVP of the D League, mm-hmm. and I got the, I was able to sign a deal with the Toronto Raptors the following year. So I was on the two way with the 905 Raptors that year. So with the two way, you go back and forth with the NBA and the D League, and uh, I just I performed I performed that that year, man. I did my thing and got the MVP. And the next year I, I signed a one year deal, and I was on that championship team with the mm-hmm. Raptors. Which was an amazing experience, man. A bunch of a bunch of that's probably the the best time I've had in the NBA. Yeah, as a player, because the the great group of guys. Uh, Canada was a great country, um, and now, man, I I did my first uh, Euroleague team last year with the Serbian team, a uh, Red Star. Yeah, uh, great country as well, man. Great experience for me. And this year is my second year in, in the EuroLeague, man, with another great team, another great country with Fenerbahce and Turkey. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we're going to touch on some of that professional side because you've, you've experienced it all. So you're going to have, you know, you'll be able to compare all those. So let's kind of go back to 
to, to the high school days. So it originally was me, you, I think it was Richard. I want to yeah. say Jordan Vandenberg and maybe Josh, yeah. Josh Davis. Was, where, Josh, was Deshaun on that as well? Deshaun was on that as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had, yeah. we had that class coming in and then you ended up having to reclassify, kind of take us through, you know, that situation there and, and kind of talk about even, even if you want to go into like your recruiting process, like, what decisions were you thinking? Was NC State the definite? Did you have, you know, other guys that you're like, man, this would be hard to not turn, like, take? Kind of go through that whole process. Uh, yeah, man. So I, I really didn't, I didn't, I knew who you were. Like, I just, I just knew you were a, a great shooter. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this guy Scott Woods coming, and I had played uh, against Deshaun and AU, yeah. and obviously me and Rich are from the same area in Georgia. So yeah. me and Rich been playing together for a while. And uh, and I mean that was a played a big part as well. And my guy, Coach Harris, man, Coach Harris was back and forth. Yeah, and from Atlanta to North Carolina, trying to he was rec- doing this thing recruiting, man. He was doing this thing recruiting. And I had a, a mishap in school, man. So you know how that goes. Yeah, and I had to do a year <laughs> at Hargrave. So I mean, it Hargrave was different situation. Yeah. Very different, but uh, it was honestly uh, Coach Harris's idea because he knew uh, Coach Keats was there. Yeah, and at State now, so we got Coach Keats too. Uh, Coach Keats was there in uh, Hargrave Military School, all boys, and I still remember my first day. My first day at Hargrave, uh, my mom dropped me off, and uh, and it was just the football players there. The PGs, mm-hmm. that's what they're called, uh, the, old, the older guys, the older kids. Right there. We had our own little section of the PG section. And I had to uh, take my my luggage up to my room because the elevator was broke. I had to, it was 180 steps. I counted these steps because I was there for that long. 180 steps, take all my luggage up there. And when I first walked in, everybody's screaming like, ah, ah, new guy, new guy. I'm like, yo, is this prison? You know what I mean? Because everybody's wearing the same thing and just screaming and hollering, just bang, banging on stuff. And it's just the place was old. But it was it was a good time, though, man. I had, I had a great time. Basketball was the number one priority. Yeah. Uh, it's because we all only thing we had to do was play basketball there. But Keats was amazing, man. Uh, had Coach Hamilton and Coach Siddle. Coach Siddle, I think Coach Siddle was at State for a while. Maybe. Yeah, Coach Coach Siddle was with him. Just took yeah, the yeah. UNCW job uh, this right. this following year. Yeah, right. Yeah, good good guys, man. We used to kill it in three on three all the time. You can ask them about it; they remember. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of so that Hargrave situation. Obviously, you were under you know Coach Keats, and you mentioned uh, Coach Siddle, who now you know is the head coach at UNCW. How did that you know really make you a better player? You know, for the year because obviously you expected you know that was going to be your freshman year at NC State. But, you know, you'll have a little, you know, step back, whatever you want to call it. How did that develop you, you know, going into your freshman year at State? Uh, so it developed me by, man, we played against uh, college guys. It wasn't, I guess, the, 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 like the best teams, but it was just like there. I kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. It was a little weird situation, but. Yeah. But against like Juco teams and. Yep. Like, I don't know if they were Rick squads i don't know what was going on but the juco teams were probably the best teams we played and we played against some uh other some other prep schools as well with some of the top ranked players in the world yeah so it kind of put me in a, a 
a physical state and also menta- my mentality was to be better. Yeah. Was, well, that's always my mentality as a player to be better and be better the next year. Yeah. So, so it, obviously it was easy, you know, because anytime you're playing, you know, not necessarily, you know, you played high school teams, but you're playing, you know, that different level is almost right. like a good bridge taking you into to your freshman year. So you come in your freshman year and that was the year we had CJ come in. That would have been Ryan Harrow. Uh, was Tyler Harrison? Tyler Harris was the year after. I was the year after that, yeah. Year after. But um, one of the best recruiting classes, you know, to come through in a while. Kind of talk about that. Because obviously you came in your freshman year and you start, I think you started all but maybe like three games. Right. Um, kind of talk about that freshman year. Obviously we didn't play up to what our standards wanted to be because we thought we were going to be better. But kind of talk about that that freshman year, just getting, you know, acclimated to the college lifestyle and, and your style of play? Uh, so the freshman year, like you said, man, it was crazy. Uh, I have one I have one memory from my freshman year that I will never forget. I don't know what happened that day, but we got in trouble. And uh-huh. uh, got in trouble. We had to go to that field. It was rolling. We rolled. <laughs> Bro, I still, I was sick the whole day. I couldn't even go to class. I was like, bro, what is this? The grass was wet. We had to roll down the hill. Then bear crawl. Was it backwards? I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So we, I think it was. It was roll. We had to roll like fifty yards, and then we had to bear crawl. But I'm gonna call him out. I think it was because of CJ Leslie is why we was. I'll call. I'm willing to call him out for that. But anyways, like the backstory, we got we got in trouble, and Coach Lowe's like, all right, I don't know, five thirty or six. It was dark. I mean. He said, he said, we're going to meet at the intramural field. So we knew right away we was in trouble. Like some, this is, this is not what we normally do. And, uh, and I was actually, I was having fun. Like I was like going as fast as I could having a little bit of fun. And then, and, uh, probably about three hours later, all of a sudden I was broken out because they, they had just sprayed the chemicals on the grass. Itching and all type of nonsense, man. (laughs) Yeah, And that was the, that was the last time we rolled because uh, I think uh, I think it was Holloman was our athletic trainer at the time. Holloman told him he's like, listen, they sprayed too much stuff on the grass. Like we we got to go to a track or something. We can't do the discipline on the grass because everybody's breaking out and all this stuff. I got Ryan, man. Thank you, Ryan, for that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That I've, that's that's one of the good memories, especially with Coach Lowe. So then we go we go through a, a coaching change, which you know mm-hmm. is never easy. Uh, but kind of talk about that because you you knew Coach Godfrey a little bit. He did a little bit of yeah recruiting because that's one of the things I remember. I didn't know who Coach Godfrey was, and you were the first one that came to me and said, hey, I know him. He's going to be good. He's going to be all right. Like, this is a guy that can kind of get us on the right path. Kind of talk that process and kind of what you were thinking when that change happened. Uh, so, yeah, man, when Godfrey came, it was kind of like a weird situation because uh, you – you had uh you had you had our same team, but you had Tracy leaving and going mm-hmm. to enter draft. Then uh you had like you said you had Tyler. That's what you hear. Tyler Harris came, and we had uh Jaquan Raymond. Yeah. And who else? Who else was there? I'm not. I'm not. We had we had got Thomas the day. We had got Thomas. Thomas yep. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and then you uh we had Ryan just Ryan had left. Ryan Harrell had just left. Yep. And so he just he, he wanted me to be the point guard, and I was like, "You sure? Like you know what I'm saying?" <laughs> I, 
I wasn't like a point guard at the time. But, I mean, I guess he had his trust in me. And the team believed in me as well. And we just had the right pieces that year. And we clicked immediately as soon as the season started. So, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, I guess Godfrey had his offense set. Yeah. It was the perfect offense for a college team. Especially uh, with our with our style and we fit, you know, because all of our bigs were mobile. They could, you know, handle the ball a little bit. They were able to do so many different things. Um, but I, I agree with you. It just it just kind of meshed and worked well. So my next question is, so since he, he brought you to the point guard position, have you played anything but point guard since that day he called you in his office and said, hey, you're going to be point guard? I haven't played anything but point guard since that. <laughs> See, so it was a blessing. Yeah, it was a See, blessing. You'd have never, you'd have never guessed the, the the change you needed was was to go to point guard. But I can tell you, I'm I'm glad he called you in his office that day because it, it yeah. resulted in a lot of assists for me. Nah, thanks, man. You you got me the got me the assist, bro. Honestly, you Rich, Rich was a monster. He lost all that weight. Remember that too? Yeah. All- yep. Yep. He. Uh, I mean, yeah. Honestly, I, I tell everybody I, between between you and Rich, I owe Rich a lot too because all the screens he set. And then if anybody helped out on me, you just threw the little slip pass to him. So I mean, Rich created a lot of stuff that obviously basketball people we see during the game, but a lot of like fans and stuff don't realize the dirty work that he actually did that created so much stuff, you know, to open it up for us. That was great times, man. I still remember those. I still think about those days and watch some of the highlights as well, man. We we put on a show that year. For sure. Yeah, I, I I could tell you when I had a few down down days overseas where where I might have felt like I was in a slump, I would just I would just watch watch a little bit of highlights, watch some film, and just be like, man, right. we we've done this before, man. This ain't nothing new. Nothing new. All right, so let's go let's go into that year in Toronto. So you you were the D League MVP. You said one of the best years that you've had professionally. You you end up getting a ring, which I need to call Golden State because I I got cut by Golden State, so I feel like I should have gotten a ring that year. I didn't get a ring. That's what I I didn't tell you. I didn't get a ring because I I was cut. I was cut as well that year. So I was cut in. I was cut in maybe February or something like that. So as the year went on, they won. Obviously, you know what I mean. They won. Yeah. But but we were looking online or something like that, and. I think it was Instagram and it was like, oh yeah, the guys that were cut. Cause it was like a couple of guys that were cut like mid mid season. And they were like, the guys that were cut are getting rings as well. And I'm sitting, I don't think I was in China. I was like, hell yeah, I'm getting like, <laughs> I ain't got to do it. I just sit in China and play ball and get a ring. Cool. But <laughs> come to that, but you still gotta, still gotta praise those guys, man. Cause they did a, did a great job out there, man. Yeah. No, that was, I mean, that's one of the best team teams, you know, the NBA scene in a while. Um, so while you were in Toronto, obviously you mentioned being in Canada. You Jerry Stackhouse was the coach, right? He was. So what was that like having Stack as your coach that year? Man, I love Stackhouse, man. Great dude all around. He's, re- he's a real guy. Yeah. Real, real, real guy, man. So he, keep, he, keep, he lets you know the deal right away. Yeah. Uh, defensively, that's what his mindset was. You're going to play defense and then the rest of it will come. You know what I mean? And uh, he, he put the ball in my hands. <clears throat> and the rest was history. We had another uh, Carolina guy on our team, Kennedy Meeks, man. Shout out to yep. Kennedy. Great dude, yep. man. Yeah, that's uh, – so my only Jerry Stackhouse memory was the year um, I was in that D-League three-point contest and we were all 
they're, they're about ready to just announce us and bring us out and just stack just walks like through all, all the shooters just walks through all the shooters and he he looks at me and points and he says hey i got this guy winning and just walks off that's all he said he said i got this guy winning yeah he's probably seen some of them state games man <laughs> so I, I i knew at that moment i couldn't let him down man i can't let an nba legend down for that so let's go into let's kind of talk some of that you know the the professional level obviously i had you know I just did training camp with Golden State, and then I did the D-League. So I have a little bit of that experience. Uh, and then going back overseas, kind of talk the differences that you've kind of and the challenges it is to, you know, maybe bouncing from a D-League or G-League team, whatever they want to call it now, to an NBA team and then, you know, to a EuroLeague team. Because obviously, in my experience, they're all completely different. So kind of touch on that a little bit and that adjustment. For sure. Like you said, they're all different. D-League yeah. is different from- the NBA, NBA is different from EuroLeague. I feel yeah. like I, uh, I think EuroLeague is more of a well, overseas is more of a college basketball. Exactly, and exactly. Smarter, smarter, and more physical players. You know what I mean? Yep. So you have guys over here that will throw a full court bounce pass, and 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 it will connect right away. Like I have guys on my team that will that will do that as well. So it's it's pretty amazing, man. But I mean, D League is uh, it's kind of the NBA, but it's no, it's not it's nowhere near it. You yeah, know, you get at court the NBA, you, you're gonna know immediately. Yeah, you got guys or point guards that six six two ten more <laughs> you've ever seen more of you ever seen in your life. So, I mean, they get the big bucks for a reason. I I can tell you that. Yeah, my my experience with the year I was in the D League, I the kind of way I explained it was it it was high high talent, but it was you know five individuals on the on the court, not necessarily for the same goal, but for you know trying to get that call up. Right. So it was so it was a little bit different, and I know obviously your team was unique because I mean Stack got y'all to play for a championship, and that's one yeah. of the things you know. I, yeah. And I think that's one of the things too, like Godfrey said with with uh with our group, you know, because I, I remember him going on the board, and uh, he showed I think it was the, the the whole first round all the draft picks, and mm-hmm. I think every single one of them made the tournament, and so that's like we we all looked at each other and we're like, well, this is easy. So you telling me we win, we're all gonna get looks, right? So that's that's one of the things that I, that I remember, especially with the D League, it was just kind of. Not necessarily every man for themselves, but it was just kind of like everybody's trying to play to get noticed. Um, and, and then obviously, like you said, overseas is that very kind of college style, very physical. I mean, you got just some bruisers there. It looked like they – trust me, if, if Europe had American football, there'd be a lot of American football players coming out of there. So have you, have you liked Istanbul? I love it, man. I mean, I haven't really got to – to experience the whole lifestyle because we're on like a lockdown and curfew yep. and all that stuff. But I mean, hopefully, once hopefully this COVID thing calms down pretty soon, man. This vaccine or whatever, whatever's going on, hopefully it works. Yeah, and y'all can get back to our regular lifestyles. But I mean, from right now, man, it's great. You know, I uh, have a great team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people around here are, are great. You know, they you don't get bothered as much unless they they know like, oh, you're a basketball player. You play for Fenerbahce. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, it's like a college feel. Like 
the fans are amazing. Like they're in your DMs, like yep. root on, they're bashing you. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the whole, it's a good feeling, man. But you know, you know how it is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I got, so here's my, my story. Um, so I think it was Karjaka. So when I, I, I signed to play in Karjaka and all of a sudden my coach, uh, at Karjaka, this is before I reported to Turkey calls me and be like, do you know who Lorenzo Brown is? I said, I said, yeah, I know who Lorenzo is. I mean, he's my point guard. He's like, he's he ain't good. And I'm like, are y'all trying to sign him? Because if you are, I'll, I'll try and I'll get a hold of him. Hit me up and ask me about this. Listen, so I, I've, I got a couple recruiting fails. One's Ryan Kelly. I tried to get Ryan Kelly to come to state. He ended up going to Duke. And my second one is you because I tried to recruit you to Karziak and it got turned down. So I'm over for 2 recruiting. So I may never, I may never end up recruiting again. Yes. <laughs> to you man I'm, I'm back in turkey though yeah <laughs> and karjak has got a good team they do they're playing they're playing well so all right let's kind of get into uh just a few like goofy questions you can ha- have as much fun with it as you want so what what was your favorite memory in an nc state uniform my favorite memory Okay, I gotta think about that one, man. It's a, it's a lot. Uh, okay, so I remember I remember one day in practice, Coach Godfrey told CJ to get out of the gym, okay. and he threw his jersey in the air, and it, I remember his jersey going up like this, and he was just walking off as his jersey. Was like, it was like a movie. It was like slow motion. I still remember laughing at that, bro. That was <laughs> That was out, out of all my NC State memories. That's a great. That's a great memory. <laughs> there you go. So the next question: Your favorite place to eat on like the Hillsboro Western area or on campus? Like, what what was your go to place? I was in Cookout. Every cookout. Day. Yes. That's my first. Hey, listen. I've had Amedios. You know, I've had Clues. You know, Sammy's. Amazing. Sammy's is amazing. But that late night when you're in a board. <laughs> And it's like one twelve or something like that. Cookout is the go-to place. I, hey, I, I can't disagree with that. Um, so, lastly, before we let you go, you go back because I know you're you got a busy schedule over there. What? Let me let me think how to word this. What What do you miss most about being, you know, on campus, being you know a student athlete? What, what do you miss most about those days? Man, everything, honestly, because. Uh, we had the life, we had a great lifestyle, man. Yeah. College in, you just walk across the street to school. Yeah. Yeah. People greeting you like you were superstars in there, man. Yeah. Um, just the whole team atmosphere. And another, uh, I guess, go back to your first question, man. I still remember the day we made it to the Sweet 16. And mm-hmm. uh, we uh, drove, we drove into the, to the practice arena and everyone was out there. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like a party out there, man. So that that whole feeling, that whole feeling to have people praise you like that and and greet you with such a welcoming feel, man. It was just, it was amazing. So I mean, yeah. I just the whole 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 concept of college, man. Yeah. All right. I I lied. So that's not my last question because I thought I thought of another one. So I know you you haven't been able to watch you know all the games, but you've been able to follow the box scores. What what? What do you kind of expect, you know, because you've had Coach Keats. What do you expect, you know, for him moving forward, what he uh, is going to try to do with the program? Oh, from what I know about Keats, man, he's a fighter. Yeah. You know, 
going to back down from any challenges that come across his table, you know. Um, I mean, he's built, he's, he's building his team. Uh, it's going to take time. Just like yep. my team, we were losing. Uh, and now we just came, we all went on a nine game win streak. So yep. it's a long season. So you never, you never know what's going to happen at the end of the, end of the story, man. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what a lot of Wolfpack fans want to hear is that, that he's going to keep fighting, even though, you know, we lost Devin and all that stuff. And, and, you know, they had a, a tough stretch. He's, he's going to keep fighting to try and get this team back on. Well, I appreciate you coming on. You're, you're the first one that I've had from overseas. So you, you're the, you're the first one across the pond that, that has come on. So I, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate all the assists. Uh, when you get back home, we're going to have to meet up. I'm going to do, I keep telling everybody I'm going to do a better job, you know, especially that I'm home now, you know, reconnecting with everybody, you know, getting in touch with Rich, CJ, CJ Leslie, William. So uh, when everybody gets back, we're going to have to have a, a big get together and, and hang out and do something. Absolutely, bro. That'd, that'd be amazing. Yep. So you keep, keep grinding, man. Keep getting after it. Hopefully you and Fenerbahce can end up at the top of the year league at the end of the year. And then, uh, Hopefully you can sign back at, at even better, or even get back over towards uh, this side so I can watch you in the NBA. Oh, man, that'll be a blessing, man. I appreciate it, Scott. All right, man. Everybody, please like, subscribe, do all those fun things. Thank you to Lorenzo coming on, uh, and go Pack. Go Pack.